This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. As far as the heavens stands, far above the earth, you are exalted, O God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, we give you praise. We serve a mighty God. Spend a moment or two just, just, just blessing me your own God. Say something wonderful. Tell him how mighty he is in your life. Tell him how he has made the mountains to begin to skip before you. Otherwise, you would have been stuck. But we are standing today because of his mercy and his power. We serve a good God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God who from everlasting to everlasting it is the Jehovah, the all-sufficient one. Oh, the psalmist says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his only. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefit. He is worthy, he is mighty, he is gracious, he is kind, lifted far above every other. Nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody like you. We give you honor, we give you glory this morning into the afternoon. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You can give it to him wherever you are. Give him praise. Give him honor. The Lord is faithful and true. He is wonderful. He is incomparable. In fact, we can't, we don't even want to talk. We just want to stay silent before you because you are more, too, too much to describe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we are grateful. We celebrate your majesty. The Lord God of heaven and earth is your name. Please, today, accept our worship. Let a memorial be raised for it in your holy presence. And as we go forth, show yourself strong, O God. Let our joys be full. Thank you, everlasting Father. Jesus' mighty name we pray. God bless you. Good morning once again, everyone, and nice to be together. Just before we share the word, and then we go back to spend some quality time in praising God, I have just one announcement for you. Is um, Please, if you have the slide, it on the screen. There is um, on... Saturday, the um, should be the twelfth, the Friday, the twelfth, and Saturday, the thirteenth, we'll be having a regional workers' meeting. A regional workers' meeting. We'll be having it on the day. Um, how it will work is that's the you can take a screenshot of that. It's a full screen, so if you want to. So those are the meeting details. It's only for workers within the Redeemed Christian Church of God here in Scotland. Um, so you will not be let in unless you register. It is a mandatory meeting. It is compulsory for everybody to be there. Two hours on Friday and just three hours on Saturday. It will be packed full. We will be discussing the future 
of the mission the Lord has given unto us and some of the new changes that will be taking place or that are already taking place will be announced and will be discussed over the course of that weekend conference, as it were, or workshop. So how do you register? The details are with your head of department, so they will forward the link to you. Just click on the link and it will take you to the registration page. And then you will also be given some further details as you are registering, for instance, groups you will belong to. So it's going to be a high level, very involving meeting. And in addition to the structural and general technical things we will discuss, we discuss things that are pertinent unto our own personal growth and that all of us may be anointed for the work that is ahead of us. So please take good note of that. And by the special grace of God, I expect every one of you to be there. 12th of March, Friday, and 13th of March, Saturday, starting at 10 and ending at 1 o'clock. So it's been conveniently arranged for us, short, but very, very impactful. So if you have not received anything from your departmental leader or house fellowship leader and you are a worker, contact them. They will definitely get in touch with you, I'm sure. But if you have not, contact them. I believe most departments will have a WhatsApp group, and so that should be easy to do a broadcast there. Okay, I think I've spent sufficient time on that. Nobody will say they did not hear. Amen. All right, today is the first <clears throat> Sunday in March, as you well know, and you need to say a shout of hallelujah for that one. Here we are, we started in January, and already we are deep, almost deep inside March. And simply because the Lord has kept us, and so he deserves all the honor and the glory. Today, as we celebrate, we have a short message to share, and then we go back to make some declaration, and then have our usual extended period of dancing and rejoicing. Exodus 33 verse 14 Exodus 33, verse 14, and he said, that was God, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. God said, my presence will go with you, and I, God, he says, will give you rest. May I pray for you that you will know God's rest. Many a times we mistake rest for something else. Rest is actually not the absence of work. It is work in a stable, sustainable, and serene environment or serene state. I repeat that. Work is not rest. Rest is not the absence of work. It's work in a stable, sustainable, and serene state. So, God, the Bible says in... Genesis chapter 1, he said, after he has created everything, he rested. But Jesus Christ, our Lord, said, somewhere in John, he said, my father walks, and he said, either my father walks and I walk. Uh, we thought God rested. Well, his rest is that he stopped what he was doing at that time, but he never stopped being in control. So, but the, 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 the message for you today is that God has promised to give you an I rest. In fact, the rest is here. And so, 
our title, if you want to title is Rejoice, Your Rest Has Come. Yeah. Your rest has come. Restful state is the most blessed state of life. And I know that because in 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 4, chapter 5, verse 4, 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 4. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. Who said that word? Solomon. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor what? Evil occurrence. And I believe that the man was saying there is no headache. Not even cold. That everything as we stay around here is hunky-dory. And it's an attainable state. Hallelujah. God says your rest has come. It's for you to step into it and begin to enjoy it. Very quickly, how do we know what the opposite of rest is? Rest from what? That's the question. Rest from what? Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is him that we will ask to guide us and tell us about that. Because in Matthew chapter 11, I think verse 28, I don't even have the reference here, but I think it's Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So what is the first thing that people must rest from? Labor. Amen. Hard labor. Working with sweat. Working as if life is about to drop from the person's mouth. Other translations of the Bible gave us a greater insight onto what the Lord said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. It says, if in the CEV version, you may not have it, but if you have, fine, I'll read for you from here. It says, if you are tired from carrying heavy burdens, come to me and I will give you rest. Another thing that we must be given rest for, that the Lord has promised you rest for, from now onward, is what? Tiredness. I will talk a little bit more about that later on. The New Living Translation went on and said, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. What are we going to rest from? Weariness. Weariness. Then the message went all the way and says, Are you tired? Worn out? Burnt out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life and I will show you how to make or to take a real rest. Hallelujah. Brethren, different things affect different people. Uh, but I say spiritual solution to everything. You will have discovered. We all come to church. We pray the same prayer. But everybody has got different slants to that same problem. In fact, we all have different challenges we face. While somebody is facing challenges on personal front, another one, the challenges on family front. But we all sweat, praying unto the Lord, believing him. It's the same Holy Spirit that is there, the same word of God that will be the answer to them. Whether it's the problem that one is facing is personal, whether it is communal, whether it is family, or even there's no reason that the person is being troubled I know today that in the name that's above all names, rest has come for you in Jesus' name. Three points very quickly. Number one, life is not made to be lived carrying heavy burdens. 
shared your load. Life is not made to be lived carrying heavy burdens. Shed your load. Beginning from with spiritual life. Some people, this spiritual journey is so tedious. Everything is with effort. It is heavy, but in fact, Jesus Christ warned the Pharisees, said, you Pharisees, you are pushing bonding on these people, and you will not use one finger to touch it. Some people, their Christian experience is very burdensome. They can ne- in fact, they wake up every morning, their faces are so tight. People keep worrying, any, any problem? They say, no problem. Say, the Lord is coming soon. We, we are expecting, if the Lord is coming soon, you'll be smiling. I mean, if it's coming soon, that is joy. Hallelujah. You know, the journey is so deep. If I know, but if, 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 if people say, if this is the way, this is your Christianity is, keep it. It's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be everybody. Uh, some to give in church. Uh, if you almost like take three people to hold them down, to prize the money away, it's not supposed to be. If you can't do it joyfully, just leave it for now. I'm serious. I've come to recognize that the greatest antithesis to serving God is to serve God with pain. Somebody has called you into joy. You are sorrowful. You are making a mess of it. Some people, they are carrying everybody in their marriages. It's like, ah, how did I land here? But God asked me to tell you, rejoice. Because your rest has come. It's not going to be everybody anymore. Some they don't go home in time. Every opportunity to leave home, they leave. It's not supposed to be. I think one of the children was, um, <laughs> I just remember that now. One of the children was um, asking my wife, he said, you guys, what are you just doing? Alone at home, aren't you bored? Bored? <laughs> I said, I'm just enjoying my life now. <laughs> You know disturbance. <laughs> we eat when we lie. We sit on the sofa as long <laughs> as we lie. I lie down on the sofa. I don't care about anybody. There's no boredom at all. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is real life. This is real life, man. And um, may God give you rest. And may your rest last in the name of Jesus. Some, they only turn up on Monday because mortgage must be paid. That job is not enjoyable. It ought to be. No, no, no. Somebody used to say, I don't want job, I want money. Ah. I was telling somebody one time, I said, this job, I said, pastor, this job, 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 is job money, I want. Ah. <laughs> they go together. But because the experience must have been, they never enjoyed job. If you do jobs that are, and does not mean because it's high or low. There are presidents that want to run out. They can't run out. That's why some of them are not functioning. We had one like that before, unfortunately, in some country of the world. I knew the man. It was too much for him. Practically slid into alcoholism. Another part of the world, somewhere further away, I feel too, than even where you are thinking. So there are people in the highest of places that they are not enjoying their job. You are the one that you are laughing and saying, see, they are driving big cars. They have security. They hate it. That's not rest. So whatever level you are, whether you are taking care of people or whether you are a top manager, 
From now on, you will enter into a state of rest. No more heavy burden on that job. And anybody that is putting weight on you today, because the Lord has said your rest has come, we command every weight to be lifted from your head. You will not carry load that is not yours. We will pray. We will pray later on and hopefully deal with some of those things. Some people are carrying heavy burdens in their Christian ministry. Ah, ask me, as a pastor of a local church, I'm not, by the grace of God, but personally, who has, you also has the benefit of pastoring pastors. Ah. And where, if you are listening to me today, and this ministry work has been such a body for you, rest has come for you in the name of Jesus Christ. We did it with Joe. Oh, there was a lot of traveling up and down, but I, I may get them tired, but there was no sorrow. The way to say, oh, you are serving in the choir, you are serving in ushering, you are serving technical. Anytime. And the psalmist says, I'm glad when they say unto me, what? Let us go into the house of the Lord. Are you glad? Oh, hallelujah. Are you glad? If this, if I had not been the pastor in this church, I would have been spending exactly the same number of hours here. I know some of you that even spend more hours. I remember when church was full like this. We were discussing leaders meeting one time. I said, people want to sweep. And one of the leaders said, Pastor, that's our house. And my heart left for joy. I don't, we let people stay. And I totally agree. I'd rather have the place dirty and people stay in the house than the, people, the place clean and people don't stay. You agree with me? And the reason why we are here serving the Lord, hanging around, is because it's not a heavy burden for us. Are you guessing me now? And so the stage of heavy burden is over. It's over. It's over. Mm, it's over. Mark chapter 9, verses 18 and 19. And wherever he sees the same, I was talking about this guy, he throws him down. He forms at the mouth. That was the man. You know the story now. And then... Jesus Christ, our Lord, did something there that touched my heart. And that will be the concluding part for my point number one. In verse 19, he answered him and said, that was Jesus, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I, shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Somebody say, bring him to me. Jesus, he said, come today. Hallelujah. That's Jesus. Come on, come over here. Oh, it's been hard. This thing, Jesus said, come over here. I like that. I like that. I say, like a, like, a, like a senior person in the house, the child is struggling with something. He says, stop struggling, bring it. That's what Jesus is saying to somebody today. He said, bring it. You've been there before. Sometimes you look, you just smile, You're trying to open a bottle, especially those very little toddlers. You want to be very wise, which is good. They're experimenting. And you are trying, trying, trying. Okay, let me. And they started crying. That's what all of us do. And yet, dad is there. Mom is there. Uncle is there. Aunt is there. Instead of saying, please, open it for me. Stop crying today. Jesus is saying, bring it. Bring it. And he will fix it for you in Jesus' name. And when he says, bring it, your response must be 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. What does he say? Casting all your care upon him. For what? For he cares for you. I check all the translation. It's not cast. It is casting. Those of you that know English a little bit more than I do, you would probably confirm my own little idea that casting means what? Present continuous. So if I cast in the morning and the thing jumps back right over to me, what do I do again? Threw it back at Jesus. 
casting means throw. No, you see, I don't, because of, I should be careful what I say. Because of government regulation in the part of the world like this, you see parents between themselves before the maybe the baby is crying and crying and so tired. It's usually fathers that do it more. Just carry babies. <clears throat> Take your baby. Now it's my baby. Just give to the mother. You must have seen that before. About 50 years ago. Eh? We can't say it's happening now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Just give it to the mother. <clears throat> Take your baby. That's, that's what it means to cast. He say, Jesus, this is not my problem. Take it. Hallelujah. And he will take it from you. Oh, he has said that your struggle is over. A time of rest is here. Point number two. A life lived in tiredness and weariness will not bear fruit. Let God refresh you. A life lived in tiredness and weariness will not be a fruit. Let Jesus refresh you. Some people are tired of being tired. You are aware of that? Some are fed up of being fed up. You say, this, this is too long. Ah, the Lord says, don't worry, it's over now. Mm, it's over. It's over. Even if that's all you had today, and I say, let's go home and start worshiping God, let's start praising God again, you've, you've received the word from the Lord. Now, it's good for us to have things established in the Bible. That's why Luke chapter 13, verses 12 to 13 and verse 17 says, But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hand on her, and immediately, somebody said immediately, she was made straight. Oh, wow. And glorified God. She was immediately made straight. Some people's things are bending them over. Today, Jesus' hands is upon you, and you will be straight once again in the name of Jesus. And when they were complaining, the Lord answered them in verse 17. He said, Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, the Lord said, for 18 years. You could see the emphasis the Lord put on that. Be loose from this bond. How long has that problem been? You are not praying today. You are rejoicing. Because he asked me to tell you that your rest has come. That woman was loosed. In fact, I can't remember that that woman prayed to Jesus. The Bible said when Jesus saw her, Jesus called her to him. Have you seen the trend today? It's not about you going to him. All the example I'm giving is about Jesus calling you. So it's not the day of prayer. It's the day of matter is settled. <laughs> so it's different. Every example I give, look carefully. I hope you are reading between the lines. The first one, what did Jesus say? Bring him. The other one, what did Jesus say? Call her to come. Call her directly. Say, you come here. And you know it goes around like that. That's why some problems you've not prayed for or you've stopped praying for. You see them solved. You know why? He decided to take it off you. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know what I was thanking God for this morning when I was praying? I prayed for the service, but most of it I was just thanking God for his love for me. Just, just thanking him for his love. May you have a deeper revelation of the love of God. Mm, it will change your life. Mm, you, it, you, this journey will not be with burden anymore. Mm, you will know he's the one that is working in you. 
and it will finish the good work you have started. Okay, we need to move now. Number three, I hope you got something from that one. Amen. Number three, the shortest cut to a short life is being worn out and being burnt out. Receive fresh life today. Uh, the shortest cut to a short life is being worn out and being burnt out. You know, these disciples, one day like that now, they were laboring, trying to catch fish. You remember? Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, a well-known passage to you. Then Jesus Christ decided to say, let me use your boat. And he used it. Losing again to verses 4 to 6. When he has stopped speaking, Jesus that was, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Is that okay? But G Simon answered, did the man beg Jesus for fish? Did he pray, Lord, you know, we need help? Jesus said, go ahead and take what I've provided. He's saying to you today as well, your time of rest has come. Step into it. It has come. But the man, just like you and I, is full of excuse. Master, we have toiled on. Who asked you story? And we caught nothing. As if I'm not aware, Jesus must have been saying in his heart. Nevertheless, at your word, uh, I will let down. As if you are doing Jesus' favor. Not as the way we behave to him sometimes. He said, you know, we've caught not anyway to satisfy you. If you are Jesus, will you not tell the fish to go away? But thank God you are not Jesus. <laughs> and I'm not. That tells you all these little things we are talking about is to loosen you so that you'll be in a comfortable position as you are receiving from the Lord. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Is to get you, take all the tightness away. All the, hey, oh, is, that is all I'm doing. Every story I told you, it's either they didn't do anything or they did something wrong. Despite that, because that time of rest had come, they got their miracle. That is the way it works. Hallelujah. Especially when it is your season. When it's your season, I stand to tell you, even you yourself, you can't stop your miracle. Oh, something may catch up in front later. But if that's your season, and this is your season, even you can't stop it. Because God also wants to make a name for himself. And you are just a specimen. You just, somebody that is, okay, I've identified you. And somebody say, you know, Lord, you remember the story, John chapter 5? He said, do you want to be healed? The man was telling the story too. You remember the, Luke, the story in Luke chapter 7? The woman of name, the woman was crying. The cry covered her face, the water covered her, her eyes so much, she couldn't even see Jesus. I'm sure when the child stood up, he would have been saying, what happened, what happened, what happened? But when God zeroed in on a person, you yourself can't stop what God wants to do. That is the season we are. And I believe somebody will open his or her ears clearly and say, Lord, I receive. Because some of you are hearing me and saying, hey, but pastor, I know. But if you know what I did, if you know what is injuring me, if you know that I've not fasted as I should fast, if you know, if you know. Thank God I don't know. Because if I know, who knows? My mind may not be in agreement with you. But Jesus knows. And he asked me to tell you that what? Your rest has. Huh? He didn't say it dependent on you. 
If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. We shall enjoy his freedom. And it shall be a lasting freedom in Jesus' name. I think I can stop there. Spoken for the best part of 20 minutes or more. Very long for a Thanksgiving service. But it's time for us to pray so that we can just enjoy and worship God. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, as long as you are a child of God. Today, we are not there yet. We are not that yet. I will call for you when I'm ready. As long as you are a child of God. Today, everything you brought before his throne that has made you tired, that has made you weary, that has been a heavy burden, they have been lifted in the name of Jesus. But Pastor, adventure, you don't know Jesus. Just say, Lord Jesus, I yield my heart to you. Be my master, be my Lord. And you will see a change in your life as well in the name of the Lord. For the rest of us, it's a good time for us to, wherever we are, I will lovingly and kindly ask you to do church properly. I was talking to someone, I think on Friday, how people do service in pajamas, how they do it under their duvet. And I've been saying, Lord, this church must, churches must open again. They must, yeah. And people say, ah, Pastor, you don't know. We all, I had to dismiss myself. And I was telling the person how my wife just epitomizes that discipline. She would dress up for church, you know, sit down. Even before you people started sharing pictures. Oh. She will put on her heart. Well, it's the same principle why, that you use in putting the heart in church, that you use it because, you know. So what I'm saying that today, because God is in the house to help you, wherever you are, jump on your feet with me, wherever you are. As many of you as joined the special legal service on Friday, powerful session. Because that's one service I don't miss in the year. You know, I always go for December and I go for March. Powerful. And I practically was feeling I was that on that altar. You know, so you have the privilege of staying before, behind our beloved daddy Gio. But I was in my bedroom. I was in my living room. I recreated the environment. Oh, it was powerful. This time around, it's even easier because... I couldn't kick my shoes on the altar. Sometimes we do, but at least I could kick my shoes. Do the same thing today. You see all that time. Because God, if God wants to do something. And from that moment, I prayed those prayers. Ah, God gave me revelation, self, just to let you know. Immediately, it's true. He told me, he said, he said, as I'm sleeping tonight, he will visit me. <laughs> they want to hear what he told me, as if it's a business. He said, Father, I thank you for the promise of rest. <laughs> For the rest I enjoy now. Thank you, Father. Come on, lift your voices wherever you are. Give him thanks, give him praise, give him honor. Give him, give him, give it to him. I thank you for the promise of rest. For the rest I enjoy now. Thank you, my Father. You have, I know I have come this far because you have given me rest. And so, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. The rest giver, that's who you are. The one who serenade me from every unprofitable labor, I thank you, Father. Thank you for the rest that is here now. In fact, I receive my rest now. Rest now. I receive my rest. 
Rest over family members. Rest over my personal work with you. Rest in my ministry. Rest in my finance. Rest in my communal responsibilities. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I must finish in another ah okay three minutes so that ten past we should start let's do a bit of prayer declaration and then if we still have time as i'm closing i can share one or two things with you let's have the slide on now please just read through that quickly as i declare that my head is ultimately submitted unto no one but jesus christ all ancestral and acquire negative power are hereby commanded to get off my head in the name of Jesus. I renounce and reject every wrong authority under which I have put my head knowingly or unknowingly. All evil hands ever laid on my head are hereby commanded to be removed in the name of Jesus. I remove my head from under your control right now in the name of Jesus. All evil hand pressing my head down. I hereby commanded to be removed now. Now my head shall be lifted up and shall not be bowed. I am not a beast of body, but a free man in Christ Jesus. My back shall not carry loads like a camel. My neck shall not be yoked to till the ground like a mule. Evil burden secretly drop on my head are commanded to roll off now in the name of Jesus. Evil burden secretly dropped on my head are commanded to roll off now in the name of Jesus, I am a prince, or prince, yes, on horseback, and so shall I be all my days. In the name of Jesus, somebody say hallelujah. We take the next one. Say, I command you, my head. I command you, my head. Attract favor, attract blessings. In Jesus' name, I command you, my head. Reject failure, reject shame, reject retrogression in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of the Lord that my head, that my head shall not be a dumping ground. Ah, my head shall not be a dumping ground for disease, for disasters, for demons or destructions rather joy victory peace shall find a resting place on my head in the name of jesus come and receive it right now and give praise unto the lord favor over your head favor over your life blessing your head will try blessing not disaster whatever is flowing in the air the, pole, the pillar of your head, of your house, of your life is marked with the blood of the Lamb of God. 
Therefore, the angel of destruction will not find your house. Will not find your life. Your body is the tabernacle of the Lord. And therefore, you are kept safe. Safe from disaster. Safe from destruction. Safe from disease. If there's a disease raging, it shall not find you. If there's, a, there's an epidemic of any illness, might be cancer, might be virus, might be heart disease, might be whatever it may be, it shall not find you. It shall not find you. The mark of the Lamb of God is upon you. And today, in rejoicing, we say, My rest has come. My rest has come. My rest has come in the name of Jesus. I'm walking in liberty. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. Somebody said, This is my year. I know it already. The signs are there. Wonderful things that I'm hearing and seeing is telling me that this is our year. I mean, in all areas, we shall receive so much of advancement that people from far and near will be saying, Take us to your God. In the name of Jesus, He asked me to tell you, Our rest has come. Years of struggle and labor are over. In the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. As we bring our dance, our songs, our rejoicing, as we bring before you this afternoon, O oh God, our thanksgiving offering, our tithes, our offerings, and our pledges, whatever it may be, let them be acceptable before you. But above all, Lord, we just come back to say thank you for this rest. It's a permanent rest we know. Thank you, thank you, Father. To you be the glory, to you be the honor. Jesus, marvelous name, we pray. Get your dancing shoes ready, get your dancing shoes ready, and send your pictures as you are doing so. Go to have an extended time of worship and praise. Hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.